Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, January 15th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Visit OC's What We Do page using the link in the show notes to take advantage of some of the other educational resources they create, including weekly meetups to discuss Terra protocols, strategies, and concepts, the Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, YouTube explainer videos on Terra concepts, and much, much more. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates their support. Today on the Ether, we have a space from the Terra Investment Strategy server run by Orbital Command and Lunaomics. It's the What Can You Do With UST Luna space. Let's take a listen. Um, all right, we'll kick it off here. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Um, we're having a Discord space here workshop uh, led by Dan B. Um, he is... A DevOps engineer turned lunatic. <laughs> I think we have something in common. I'm a DevOps engineer also. I work for Tableau Software, but I've been, you know, itching to jump in crypto full time. So we'll have to talk afterwards. But thanks, Dan B, um, for for talking to us today, sharing with us some uh, crypto strategies. Uh, Dan also mentioned that he works on some tax products, uh, which is very cool. It's definitely something that I need once you have that working. So <laughs> let me know also. With, with that, I will turn it over to Dan, and you can kind of decide what topics you want to cover and when we want to take Q&A, and I'll be here uh, to support you in the background. Great. Yep, and if uh, any of you guys have any questions during this at any point, just throw them into uh, the voice questions channel. And if uh, I don't notice it, maybe uh, one of you guys can just speak up and let me know there's a question in there, and we can just transition live, because like, I don't want to move on to another topic if there's a question about something that we just went over recently. But yeah, um, thanks for the introduction. Uh, I am Dan B, a lunatic, and I just kind of wanted to show you some of the cool things you can do in Terra. There's kind of there's going to be like a show and tell, so it's going to be like okay, you just bought some UST or Luna from Coinbase and you moved it over to Terra. Now, how do you put it to work? So that's kind of like the whole premise of this. So <clears throat> first, I kind of want to go through some like stuff about UST in general. Um, there's this really cool uh, dashboard called the Stablecoin dashboard by uh, Larry Engineer. And it shows you all sorts of stats about stablecoins over time. Um, so you can see that UST is definitely has climbed up recently. It is now at a over $10 billion market cap, um, putting it at the number fourth. Uh, position by market cap right now. Um, it's also held its peg really well uh, during any kind of events. 
this uh, dashboard will show you like the deviation, the max deviation of stable coins from their peg over time. So you can see like we're looking at 24 hours right now. Uh, the max that Luna has deviated is uh, 0.009 uh, of a dollar. So that's like less than one penny, I believe, if I got that right. Yeah, because 0.01 would be one cent. So yeah, it's a, it holds this peg really well. Um, and it's getting adopted a lot more. More and more people are using it. Just a few months ago, uh, the USD market cap was probably like around six or seven billion. So it's growing and being brought on to many different places. Um, I think it's on like over 20 different exchanges now. Uh, I don't know how many of those are native UST versus Raptor versions, but you can find it on almost all the popular uh, exchanges. So it's on Coinbase and a Wrapped version, it's on Binance, it's on KuCoin. So it's really easy to get. Um, <clears throat> and one of the cool things about UST is just basically everything you can do with it. So kind of the intro, whenever I'm telling people about Terra, I tell them about Anchor Protocol. Like everyone knows that it's like a great like first thing to do. And Anchor is like super advanced too. There's so many cool advanced strategies you can do on here like that have been discussed uh, recently in the, the Discord server. <clears throat> but starting with the most simple one, it's just the earn protocol. So the way earn works is you have a stable coin. So this is my demo wallet that I created for this uh, presentation. I just threw 100 UST in here. So you can pretend this just came from Coinbase, KuCoin, or whatever. You just got it into Terra. Now you want to put it to work and start growing your wealth. All right, so one of the most easy things you can do if you just want to uh, earn some money over a long period of time is you can deposit UST. So we'll just say, I'm going to put $10 into Anchor Protocol. And it's pretty much that simple. The $10 goes out of your wallet into the Anchor Protocol. And now over time, you are going to make $19 or sorry. Yeah, you'll make $19.56. Oh, if you did $100. So you'll make, you'll make a, a $1.95 from this after a year in there. And yeah, you can see that down here. The expected interest over the year is $1.95. So it's just super simple. You just <clears throat> throw the money in and you just let it grow. So that's one of the cool things that you can do with uh, your UST. Um, one of the other really cool things you can do with UST is you can convert it into Luna. Um, normally, you, can, you go the other way where you have Luna and you burn it to UST, which helps increase the scarcity of Luna, but it is a two-way burn mechanism. So using a station, uh, you can always do a uh, swap on here of like, so there's basically a couple different swaps. You can swap using markets like Astroport, TerraSwap, uh, the LoopDex, um, other centralized exchanges, or using Station, you can use the smart contract mechanism, which will actually do the two-way burn, either from UST to Luna or from Luna to UST. So you just pick what you want. So we're going to say, I want to now take some of my UST and get Luna. And you can see I can either do Astroport, TerraSwap, or Market. And Market is 
from my understanding, is when it actually uses the smart contract to actually burn the UST, taking it out of the circulating supply and actually turn it back into Luna using the, uh, the machine that Terra created. So we're just gonna go ahead and get about half Luna. So we'll do 50 UST to Luna and submit and post. Okay, so once you have Luna, there's so many different things you can do with Luna. So basically in Terra, there's the two different coins, right? You got UST and Luna, and each of them you can do different things with. So with UST, you can deposit it into Anchor and you can earn. Or the other big thing you can do with UST is you can pair it against another asset in the Terra ecosystem and provide liquidity. And we'll get into that more later with the Luna coin, but now we're gonna kind of transition more into uh, what all you can do with Luna. So now here in my wallet, we have UST and Luna. And now Luna has a whole bunch of different formats that it can kind of come in. So one of the most common things that people will do with Luna is you, you kind of have like two choices. So you can either just, just hold it and keep it liquid or you can try to lock it up and get rewards. When you lock it up, you have lots of different options. So originally, people would just stake it. So you, they would go into station, they would pick a validator that they like, and they would say, I wanna delegate some of my Luna to this validator, submit. I'm gonna actually not do it right now because I think it costs, uh, I don't want to burn through this all. Um, <clears throat> and it would take a while for me to clean it up. So you, you would submit it to the validator. And then when your Luna is on the validator, you get a reward. So if you go to on uh, Lidofy, you can scroll down and you can see the different APRs. So uh, right now on Terra, you are getting a 7.9% APR. So if you put in 100 Luna, you would be getting 7.9% of that. Uh, back. And the way that the staking rewards work is whenever people are doing like swaps on Terra, sorry, I'm a little scatterbrained on this guy. I keep remembering that I'm like forgetting to tell you guys key pieces of information. So Terra is not just the UST, right? There's a whole bunch of different stable coins. There's the KRT, the MGT, uh, the SDT. And whenever people are making transactions on the Terra blockchain, they can pay for those swap fees using their native stablecoin token. So anytime a transaction happens on Terra, all these fees are collected and they're distributed out to the people who are staking their Luna. So when you're staking Luna, you are getting uh, all these rewards from all these different stablecoins. In addition to that, you are also getting uh, Luna, and I believe that's where the 7.9% comes in. You're getting 7.9% returned in Luna. And you're also getting airdrops uh, from anything that is participating in uh, basically giving their tokens to Luna Staker. So you can see that on this page, uh, Valkyrie has allocated 47 more airdrops to Luna Stakers, Pylon, uh, looks like the airdrops have ended. No one's getting pylon anymore. Uh, Mirror Protocol, they're having their last airdrop to Lunar Stakers in two days. And then Anchor has another 65 airdrops. 
And as more and more protocols come on board on the Terra, eco Terra ecosystem, they often uh, elect to uh, set aside some of their tokens for the Luna stakers. And you can see the, these are some of the more protocols that are either did like one-time kind of drops or they're going to be doing drops in the future for uh, Luna stakers. So that's kind of like the old way that uh, staking worked. And you can still do that, is you can manually stake on uh, these validators. Um, now, recently, uh, Stater Labs came around, and they are trying to solve a lot of the problems that people have with staking. And the, the major annoyances of staking is having to spend your money to collect airdrops every week. I don't know if you've seen what the airdrop process looks like, but you are probably claiming about four transactions every single week, spending fees on them, and then you're creating taxable events for all these airdrops you're doing. And then if you're trying to convert them to like Luna again, you're spending fees on there. So you end up doing a whole bunch of transactions, generating fees, and uh, if you're like me and you use a ledger, you're having to scroll through 23 pages of uh, transactions for each protocol, and you're getting like carpal tunnel in your thumbs because it's just so much clicking to uh, claim an airdrop on a ledger. So <clears throat> one of the things that Stater does is they automate a lot of this for you. So on Stater protocol, you basically have two options right now. On their stake pools, you just say, I want to delegate some of my Luna to either blue chip community or airdrop plus validators. And each one of these, they'll distribute it between all these different validators that they have gone through and audited and they feel comfortable that these validators are safe. Because you do have to be careful on which validators you delegate to because you can be at risk for a 5% slashing penalty if one of the validators does a double sign transaction or uh, there's some other penalties out there that can happen too. But um, Stater does a great job at uh, looking at their uptime uh, and basically making sure that they're good validators that are safe to deposit into. So yeah, when you uh, deposit into Stater, they, let's see if I can actually do this. Yeah, so they'll automatically sell all the airdrop rewards that you get and buy more Luna with them. So you're just stacking Luna. You're not getting the taxable event at all. It's just auto compounding. You're getting more and more Luna. Um, if you do want to get some rewards out, you can change these uh, sliders and be like, I want to do a 50-50 compound where I want to have some of the rewards be able to be withdrawn, but 50% of them, I want to go ahead and just rebuy Luna with them. So, and then Stater also auto compounds. So you're getting more than the 7.9%, you're actually getting like a 9% or something because yeah, you're getting 9.07% because they're auto compounding frequently for you. So at this point, are there any questions so far about uh, UST, Luna staking or Stater staking? That's uh, one option Stater has. They have another option called liquid staking. It's uh, currently in community farming right now. So you're not actually getting, from my understanding, you're not actually earning Luna. You're basically giving up those rewards in order to participate in their governance token right now. But the idea with liquid staking is you will receive a token back called a Luna X token in your wallet. And then you have a 
liquid uh, asset that you can use to provide as collateral to other protocols or to trade on the market. It's kind of like uh, B Luna almost. It's basically just a receipt that you have uh, the right to claim. Sorry, it's kind of like AUST. It's a receipt to the right that you have to claim uh, the rewards in the future for it, is my understanding. Okay, so that's uh, Stator. Um, so that's all done with Luna, the liquid version of Luna. Now, the other cool thing you can do with Luna is you can bond it. So when you bond Luna, you're foregoing all the airdrops. So you're not going to be getting the Valkyrie Pylon Mirror Anchor. You're still going to get the 7.9% uh, staking rewards. And <clears throat> all those staking rewards are going to be sold automatically and uh, converted into UST. So in Anchor, if you come here and you say, I want to bond some of my Luna. So I'm going to bond uh, 0 0.1, 0 0.1. There we go. Do I have enough for that? I have 0.5. OK. Yep. So before I, before I bond here, this is an interesting point to bring up. So when you bond, you will always get a one-to-one -one relationship. So if you have one Luna, you can mint one B Luna and uh, vice versa. When you have B Luna, you can burn to create one Luna after 21 to 24 days. So it's using Anchor Protocol, it's always a one-to-one. -one. Now, some of the alpha that's been going around uh, lately is that you can find these arbitrage deals where you might find like a uh, 2%, I think I've heard up to like 7% uh, like slippage where you have Luna and you can trade it for like up to 7% more B Luna because people are trying to get rid of B Luna and they don't want to wait the 24 days. So they're basically selling it at a 7% premium either because uh, they want to get out and they have it liquid or they're being forced to because of a liquidation event like uh, when they are uh, over collateral or when they're uh, LTV is uh, above 60%, and we'll get into that part too. But um, yeah, so when you're, if you want to create B Luna though, I believe one to one is always the best. I don't think you can get a positive return of B Luna for Luna, but I could be wrong. The, the easiest way to check it is to go to something like uh, Coin Hall and look at your uh, different uh, options for trading Luna to B Luna. So you can kind of see like how they're they're trading. So I believe if you sell a negative one in here, that would mean that you can. And look at that. It's, a, it's actually above one. <laughs> I've never seen that yeah. before. That's amazing. So you can make oh, yeah. a tiny fraction of a penny going the opposite direction. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> so another yeah. interesting thing to bring up is that Astroport actually has a better bonding rate usually than TerraSwap and for some reason right now it seems to have flipped like until yesterday I deposited for like for every Luna I deposited I would get 1.01 B Luna which was really crazy that is interesting because so, that means for every Luna, every Luna I was depositing I was getting an extra 0.1 B Luna which was really cool all right so if I deposit uh, 0.5 Luna okay so right now I would be getting less. So right now, if I wanted to get B Luna, it'd make the most sense for me yep, to do it on it's super variable. right now. It's yep. super variable. Okay. 
but yeah, so the, the point is on Anchor, you will always get a one-to-one. -one. Uh, on the market, you will always get something probably besides a one-to-one. -one. Maybe sometimes it'll be uh, more, sometimes it'll be less. So it's worth checking the market uh, for these arbitrage events. Okay, so we come on here, we say, I wanna get some B Luna. So we're just gonna say, uh, did I do that part already? All right, so we're gonna mint uh, one left point. All right, so minting some B Luna. Okay, once we have B Luna, you can do all sorts of cool things with it. So one of the most popular things people do with B Luna is they just hold it in their wallet. And when you hold it in your wallet, you will see uh, over the claim section. Oh, sorry, over in bond, uh, you will see this thing called claim. And under claim, you're gonna start seeing UST just show up in here. So for holding bonded Luna in your wallet, you will just be give you will be given airdrops of UST, and they will show up under claimable rewards. And at any point, you can withdraw that claimable rewards and you can choose what to do with it. So when you're when you're staking Luna, you don't get to choose what you do with it. It gets converted into a whole bunch of coins. So it gets converted into some Luna, some Anchor, some uh, Mir, uh, some UST, some KRT. You get a whole bunch of different coins. And then you basically, sorry, you, you do choose what you do with all seven of those airdrops. In Anchor, you don't choose what you do with the rewards. They choose and say, hey, we're gonna take all the rewards and convert it to UST, but then you get to choose what you do with that UST. So you just have one token, and then you could be like, I want to keep dollar cost averaging into Luna, or I want to take this UST and I wanna put it onto Kujira and try to like uh, participate in some liquidations. So the main difference between staking Luna and bonding Luna is staking, you get the rewards and the airdrops and their native tokens. Bonded Luna, you don't get the airdrops, but you get all the rewards and it's automatically converted to UST before you receive it, which is nice for tax purposes as well, too, in my opinion. One thing that was interesting, I think Nexus was saying this, is that sometimes you can get more money just by holding B Luna in your wallet than if you were to like um, borrow against it and then deposit that borrowed money back into uh, the earn side. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it all depends on what your LTV is that you take. So for example, say that um, we take like 100, let's see if we can do this. Do you know what the APR is for B Luna in your wallet? Is that also variable? I think I measured it once like at 5%. It's the same as the staking rewards is 0.79. Yep. Oh, really? So you just uh, get 100% of that? Yeah, so for, for example, say, say that you have 100 uh, B Luna and you want to borrow uh, sorry, how do I do this? You have a hundred, you have a hundred dollars of B Luna, right? You want to borrow against it to so say that you do a 0.45, you borrow 45% against it. That's what Anchor recommends the max borrow to be. So now you have $45, right? Then you deposit it into Anchor Protocol and 0.195. You're going to get $8.77 per year for putting borrowed money into Anchor Protocol at 45%, right? Now, if you do that same calculation. As long as the borrow rate is about zero, right? Oh yeah, my, I didn't even take into account the uh, the borrow rate. Yeah, if the borrow rate was zero, yep. And because right it's right now, now it's negative three and a half percent. 
Yep. So you'd be getting even less than that, unless anchor goes up during that year to offset it, which is another another variable. So that's if you're putting borrowed money into anchor earn. You were putting you were putting a hundred dollars that you were locking up. So that hundred dollars is not earning anything, and you're just throwing it into anchor earn, right? So the other option is you take the hundred dollars and you just multiply it by the staking rewards. Uh, 0.079. This calculator app doesn't work how I like it. Um, clear. 100 times 0 0.079. All right, so I think we said if you're using borrowed money, you're getting like $8 and some cents versus non-borrowed money, $7.90. So they're pretty close at the 45%. But if you take it to the extreme and you're only doing 10% LTV, it does not make sense to put money into Anchor Earn or to put borrowed money into Anchor Earn. So basically, to get good value out of putting borrowed money into Anchor Earn, you need to be at an LTV of around 40% or higher, which you can definitely do uh, with Nexus Protocol because they will manage that for you automatically with bots. And I think they will be able to take it all the way up to 60 or 59%. Uh, during optimal performance, if I remember that correctly. But right now, I think they're lower. I think they're around like 41% right now, if I remember correctly. Um, but if you do it yourself, then you have to manage the LTV that whole time. So for some people, like uh, myself, I usually only do 30% LTV. So it would not make sense for me. It would actually, I'd actually lose money uh, putting borrowed money into Anchor Earn instead of just getting uh, UST against it. But there's one other part to this. When you are borrowing money, you get all that money right away, right? So you have like a whole year of opportunity uh, cost advantage. So you would get that uh, $45 right away. And you have the whole year of it sitting in Anchor Earn for you to pull it out and do something more. So like you'd be able to maybe use that whole $45 to capture a dip or a liquidation event where if you were doing this with, with uh, keeping it in your B Luna, then you would only be maybe you only earn like up to a dollar at that point. But you still have the option with B Luna to say, oh, right now, because I have B Luna, now I want to borrow against it and do it. So e either way, I think it still makes sense for people who are not wanting to go up to 40% or more to just hold the B Luna in their wallet and borrow uh, when they want to make a move. Otherwise, just hold it. You'll get more rewards than if you were to uh, store a percentage of your borrowed money into Anchor Earn. Did that make sense? Did everyone track with that? Yeah, that's cool. Um, Nexus is 46%. 46. L L okay. LTV, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so, it, so you would probably earn more in Nexus then. Uh, by depositing borrowed money into Anchor Earn. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited about their next generation vaults where you can like auto compound into a different asset like Luna. Oh yeah, definitely. Why don't we go into that now? All right, so I'm gonna drag that tab over. All right, so they announced all these different plans yesterday. They basically broke it into three different kind of uh, categories. So the way that you use Nexus, let's do that first before I talk about these uh, advanced Nexus protocols. So on Nexus protocol, they will take your B Luna. So you can, so we have some B Luna now, and this 
example, example. So you would say, okay, I want to deposit some B Luna into Nexus. And yeah, they'll do 46%. And we'll just do 0 0.05. And then as soon as you deposit B Luna into Nexus, what they do is they give you a receipt token called N Luna, which is Nexus Luna. So now if we look at my wallet, should have N Luna in there. Unless I have to add the token, I'm not sure. Might have to add the token, but I, I, I should have N Luna in my wallet right now. So let's see if Nexus said I do. Um, so I would go to Vault. Any of you guys know if I'm doing something wrong? I didn't actually practice this before I did the demo. Okay, yeah. So I do have N Luna in my wallet. So it does allow me to farm it. Okay, so when you have N Luna, uh, the way that Nexus works right now is if you hold N Luna in your wallet, you are going to get uh, rewards in the form of Psy. So basically, N Luna is your receipt to claim your B Luna back. And what Nexus is doing is they're taking your B Luna uh, that I guess right now is earning 6.95%, where I thought it was earning the, the 7.9. So I'm not sure what that difference is right there. But so they're taking your B Luna and they're borrowing against it at a 46% LTV. And then they're taking all that borrowed UST, they're throwing it into Anchor Earn, and they're taking the rewards that Anchor Protocol gives you for borrowing, which is the Ank token, and they're taking all those rewards and they're converting them into their native token called PSI, PSI. And that's what they will be giving to you. So at any point, you'll be able to come down here and let me refresh the page, see if I have any that I can claim right now. Okay, I haven't, I can't claim any yet, but soon, or if I put more in, uh, I would have Psy in here that I can claim. And this is the way that they get, you get rewards in Nexus. So you could claim the Psy and then you could sell it for Luna, UST, or you could use it to participate in governance, whatever you wanna do with the Psy. But they take all the rewards that you get and they convert it into their native token. There was some discussion happening a few days ago on Twitter that I saw where they're gonna consider uh, giving the rewards in Luna instead of Psy down here. So that'll be one option that you can do with this Anchor Earn Strat. Now, what just happened uh, yesterday was they announced a whole bunch of more vaults that they're gonna do. So there are, uh, they're kind of moving away from a anti-liquidation protocol to a, uh, a yield optimizer platform. So think like a, uh, a decentralized hedge fund almost. So they're gonna offer these different strategies uh, that you can participate in. So you're gonna be able to do uh, the mere uh, short leveraged UST farm. Um, each, each one of these would require you to go in and read about it. But basically know that there's a couple of different strategies that they're gonna to try to automate with bots. And these are a lot of the things that like the people in the community have been talking about, like the strategies that you can do manually on your own. What Nexus is gonna do is they're gonna automate them for you so that you can just park your N Luna into the product and you don't have to worry about the capital gains events, like all the tax events, because it will all happen inside the context of their vault. And you don't have to worry about managing the LTV because their bots and their oracles will do that. And it will basically just be a, for better or less, a, a money printer. Um, you pick your strategy and it will just execute that strategy for you. But you obviously have to pick a strategy that uh, 
is within your risk tolerance because there's a chance that they said like for example on the leveraged b asset strategy that if there was a significant uh drop in the luna price that you couldn't guarantee a non-liquidation event but uh they're going to be doing some things to help offset it uh using like the uh like ivan's uh lp uh hedge where you deposit them to LP and you sell your UST and then some other things to help offset the risk. But yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll send this out in the Discord channel, but you should kind of like read through all these and you can understand uh, the strategies. None of these exist yet, um, but this is what's on their roadmap uh, and they have their, when they expect them to launch right now. But yeah, right now you can only do the anchor earn thing inside of Nexus. Any uh, questions about uh, bonded Luna or Nexus protocol? Yeah, I'm curious when those new vaults are coming out. I think the APR has gone down a little bit just because the borrow is now like 3% and uh, their LTV is down at 46%. But I think once they up that LTV ratio and they allow you know auto compounding a different uh, asset, I think that might increase the APR. Also, I think the price of uh, size is down a little bit. So that might be why the APR is a little bit lower. You're talking about this APR right here? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Because, I mean, you could, obviously, Stater is giving you, what, 7.9 or something? It was so. like 9-something, wasn't it, on Stater? Uh, yeah, 9.07. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. But uh, Stater isn't using uh, leverage, so that would be the, the difference, I think. So And... Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see what else I have on my thing to talk about. Talked about Luna, talked about stake and rewards. Oh, one of the things that we didn't talk about is, so going back to UST, um, there's some really cool things you can actually do with UST too. Uh, let's see if I can show you some of these things. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there's this thing called a cash account. Um, what cash does is it basically gives you a bank account, like user experience. So when you sign into this, you're not like connecting a crypto wallet or nothing. You're just like federating in with your Google identity or your username and password. So anyone can do this. You don't have to have a crypto wallet. You just have a username and password. And what cash does is it uses all these different protocols behind the scene to give you a, maybe a familiar banking experience. So I also have $100 in this account, or around 100. Um, the way that it works is you have a checking account, which is tied to a Terra wallet, uh, a savings account, where whenever you send money to your savings account, it automatically goes to Anchor. So for example, right now I have, I'm gonna say I wanna transfer money. So right now my checking account has $24 and say that I wanna put it into Anchor Protocol, I would just say out of my checking account, I wanna put in $10 into savings. I didn't have to have a crypto wallet or anything, it just automatically happens. And now I have money in my savings account earning the 19.5% uh, every year, all without having to do crypto. So it's a very nice user-friendly thing that you can tell your parents, your friends, anyone who's not like uh, tech savvy, just get a cash account and you can do this. Cash will also allow you to do investments too. So you can come on here and you can say, I want to 
uh, make an investment, say I want to either buy Luna or I want to buy Microsoft. So we come in here and say, I want to get $1 of Microsoft. Now, obviously this isn't the real Microsoft stock. This is using the MIR protocol. So it's a uh, synthetic stock. Um, you don't get any of the stock uh, voting rights, but it just mirrors the price of the stock. But yeah, so now I have some uh, Microsoft stock in my wallet. They're also rolling out this thing for cards where in the near future, hopefully, depending on what country you're in, they will have a card available. Cash just announced uh, like three, two or three days ago that they got accepted into the MasterCard Start Path program. It doesn't mean that they have a debit card. It basically means that MasterCard is helping them grow their platform using all the different tools that they have. So they basically take on like 100 different interesting startup ideas and they help them grow with the network of resources that they have, which I think would probably be a debit card. Like that, that would make sense that they would offer that. But as far as I know, there's no debit card yet available for people in the US. Um, I do think other countries might have it. Are any of these Q2, Q3, uh, January, 2022? So yeah, it looks like they're kind of on track on track for a lot of uh, cards coming out in Q1 of this year for most countries. But yeah, what that will allow you to do is go into any kind of grocery store, wherever you can swipe a debit card and spend your UST. So it's, kind of, it's a great way for uh, people to get uh, an introduction to uh, crypto without having to understand how crypto and wallet security works. And how do you onboard your fiat? That is a good question. Let's see, checking, I want to deposit. Okay, so I could say I want to deposit to my account from a bank. Okay, so you could use these, Transact or Ramp to uh, convert US dollars or whatever your current national currency is to uh, UST or Luna. Nice. Yeah, so just kind of run through that, see if it works. Okay, yeah, so. Um, looks like the Zoom just ended because of the 40-minute thing, but I didn't. We didn't even have anyone in the Zoom call, so I'm not gonna restart it up. And it looks like I don't think we're full on the chat, the lounge, are we? Yeah, I think we're good. Sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So you could just come in here. You could make a card payment to get money into here, and it's probably it's probably not the cheapest way to get money into here. If you are crypto savvy, which all you guys probably are. Uh, it might make more sense to come through and say, I want to connect my wallet to the Cash App. And now I want to just put some Luna in here. So you can also deposit using uh, a wallet. And uh, can someone mute Davies? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that, that is Cash. So it's a cool way that you can... Uh, hopefully in the future, spend UST. Um, Alice Finance is another one that is coming out. All right, so Alice is gonna be similar to Cash as far as trying to give you a user-friendly experience. I don't know a lot about Alice. Um, I believe it is targeted towards the mobile platform. It's gonna be uh, targeted towards like peer-to-peer -to -peer payments. So you could think like uh, things like, um, Zelle, I guess, uh, Venmo, PayPal, GPay, just like sending money to friends for expenses that you want to split. Um, it will also allow you to take advantage of the Terra ecosystem with uh, putting money into savings accounts. Um, but yeah, 
if anyone knows about Alice, feel free to uh, chime in. I don't know much about it yet. Uh, yep. So Alice is basically just trying to be the cash app of uh, Terra. And it's also trying to integrate a card into it. So it's essentially trying to create both a mobile platform uh, like cash app is. And at the same time, have a debit card rollout soon. And apparently, um, they don't have a fixed date, but they're expecting a 2022 launch as well. So there are a couple of competitors other than this as well. I think there's Cardo and like maybe a couple others. I'm not sure. Awesome. There's Great. a lot of people trying to get debit cards into the space, basically. Yeah, I've heard that is the uh, bottleneck for everyone right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so you mentioned Kado. Uh, so there's also like a couple websites where you can buy real stuff with UST. I don't know if you guys have seen this, like uh, Badali, I think is one. So you can come on here and using your Terra wallet, you can buy different things. So you can get like uh, gift cards for different services you might use. So like do Amazon, say I wanna get a $10 gift card, add to cart, check out, not gonna do that. But yeah, if you go through this, uh, I believe you get a option to connect your Terra wallet to it and you would just pay using UST and you would get a physical gift card uh, well, I guess they're asking for your email because they're going to send it to you through email. But if you if you purchase something physical, you would get it physically sent to you. Um, there are other, I think, items that you can get uh, besides gift cards. Maybe is Bedali only gift cards? I thought you could get like electronics from somewhere. Uh, where is that? Let me look at my thing again. Right. Yeah. There's also the Terra cards. Or no, Kado. Yeah. I think someone was talking about that earlier. Kado allows you to buy real stuff yeah so in kato you can like buy like apple products so like we could come here and get an apple watch and you can use your Terra wallet to buy uh a real apple smart watch sent yep, to your this house. is actually super cool i bought my parents a phone with like whatever i earned with usd using Cardo. it's like it, it, like it worked totally normal and like apple processed the entire payment it was like i actually used Cardo. that's awesome I haven't bought anything on here yet, but that's super cool to hear that uh, that went through for you really well. Like there was no issue at all. I just connected my wallet. UST went in like a second and I got an email instantly saying like Apple has received my payment. It was so smooth. That's awesome. Yeah, so Kato is super cool then. Uh, it'll be neat to see uh, what kind of things they are integrating here. But it's just another example of like why UST has value because you can buy real stuff with it. And that's one of the big things that helps uh, algorithmic stable coins maintain their peg is when they have utility. So I'm really happy that uh, things like Kato Pay exists out there. Uh, there's I'm also one curious. called Oh yeah, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I'm curious how Kato works in the background. Like, who fulfills the order? Do they use like a different shipping company on the back end, or they have a merchant? They must have like a third party. I don't know what happens on the back end exactly, but all I know is that after my payment went through, like Apple handled my order as if I ordered it directly from Apple. Like I didn't interact with Cardo at all after that. All I had to interact with was like Apple. I got an email from Apple. I got a receipt from Apple and like the warranty stuff. And then uh, whichever shipping company Apple uses, they are the people who like reached my door and again bear in mind this isn't like a big shipping company or anything it was it's like i literally bought the phone in india and like it still worked totally fine nice that's cool yep and then you can get like flights and stuff too with it too i haven't tried this out yet but uh apparently travala supports ust 
Okay, there are two more things I wanted to get through before uh, I want to open up for questions at the end or just general banter. Um, Sorry, I just want to chime in. Another really cool thing that you guys can check out is D-Travel. And they have, and you can use USD over there. And basically D-Travel is like a decentralized Airbnb. And um, you can like rent out homes that people list on this website using um, your crypto, which is super cool. Awesome. I wanted to briefly touch on... uh, liquidity providing as well too so another thing that you can do with uh ust and luna is you can provide it and basically make the market and you can get rewarded for it so there's a whole bunch of different products out there i recommend you kind of look at all of them but you have astroport you have uh apollo dow you have the loop decks you have TerraSwap. am i missing any those are the main four there might be some other ones that i'm missing sorry if i am missing them uh rebel that was d travel d-t-r-a-v-e-l okay so the whole idea with uh providing liquidity is you take two assets so like you would take ust and luna you would provide them into a pool so like say that we put it into this ust luna pool then whenever someone makes a swap between UST and Luna, they're going to pay a fee. I don't know if you saw this part or not, but like, so say someone comes in here and they say, I want to swap some, do a little more than that. I want to swap some UST for Luna. You can see down here, there's a fee that I'd be paying four cents to do this. It doesn't have to be, uh, I guess Ash Report forces you to pay your fees in UST. Uh, some some places will allow you to choose what uh, currency you pay it in. You can pay it in like the KRT or whatever stablecoin you have. But yeah, so this fee uh, that I would pay goes to everyone who is providing liquidity. So um, going back again, so we'll just say that I'm paying five cents. Um, so the way that it works is the five cents uh, would they would take 0.3% of that and divide it by your position in the pool. So you can see that there's $213 million in here. Say that you had uh, $21 million of that, like was what you were providing to the pool. So you would get 10% of the fees that this pool collected. So basically it's a way to like help make the market and you get rewarded for it. And uh, doing some of these more advanced uh, lending strategies, it gives you two different ways that you can uh, pay off your debt. You'll have liquid UST and liquid Luna. So if you're bullish on Luna, uh, you would most likely pull your LP out. You would deposit your UST to pay off your loan. And then if you still had to pay off more, if you were still in danger, then you could sell off just however much of your Luna you had to to pay off your loan. But during a sideways market, LPs are awesome because you basically just get free money and you keep around the same exposure. During uh, downtrends, uh, when people are selling Luna, you're basically getting a lot of Luna for cheap as long as you can keep your liquidation in check. One cool strategy you can do is you can pull out your Luna after a downtrend and then like wait for it to rise back up. So it's kind of involves some time in the market things, but I, I think people can uh, 
get a sense and make educated guesses on that kind of stuff sometimes. So if you do have that skill, uh, I believe you can uh, make some good money by providing LP and uh, doing some creative timing to make it. Um, and then I don't quite understand how this works, but uh, Ivan and uh, Patrick were talking the other day about when Luna goes, like moves more than 50%, the way that the curve works, it, it actually is not beneficial for you to keep your money inside the pool. You'd want to keep it uh, split as separate assets, was my understanding. So LP is a crazy complicated topic and uh, you, you can talk for hours about this, but that it's just one other thing you can do with uh, Luna and UST is you can provide it as LP into different platforms. Each platform has their own kind of things that they do. So AppsReport is different from Apollo DAO, which is different from Loop, which is different from TerraSwap. They all have different arbitrage rates. They all have different uh, uh, governance protocols. So I would recommend just kind of trying them all out, see which one makes sense for you. And the very last thing I wanted to chat about, we talked briefly on this, was that you can do mirror protocol. And we talked about this with the Cash App. You can basically create synthetic stocks using your Luna or UST. You just say, I want to borrow some Apple. I'll put in some UST. And you you would go through it. I'm not going to do it right now, but yeah, Mirror will allow you to uh, mint synthetic assets and also choose whether or not you want to long or short them. And using something like that new Nexus strategy, uh, it's going to help automate a lot of this. So there's this whole uh, thing called the Delta Neutral uh, Mirror Farm. Uh, I've heard Danku and Hutch talk about it in general, but uh, I believe that is one of the things that uh, Nexus is planning to um, help automate using their uh, first strategy. Where was that at? Oops, I'm on there. Go back to, I think it might be this one. But yeah, so they'll help automate some of the stuff. Okay, um, that is all I wanted to talk about. Uh, I'll leave the next uh, however long to anyone who wants to ask questions or just share cool stuff. Great. Thanks, Dan. This is a fantastic overview. I really appreciate you going through that. It was a lot of content. It's getting longer and longer. <laughs> Anyone have questions? Hi, guys. Hi, Dan. Um, I have a quick question. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay. Uh, with this new uh, strategy from Nexus uh, that was spoken about yesterday, when is the, at what time are we, uh, would we be able to uh, implement this? Is it something one can implement right now? So they actually uh, put timelines on when these are coming out. Um, I think some of them were like from February. Oh, here we go. This is the link I was looking for. So each one of these strategies, it has like an expected launch frame. So right now they don't exist. So you can't do them right now. But uh, these are the expected launches on when you can do them. Now you can, you can do them all manually right now by yourself. Uh, but they won't be automated and available until these dates. Got it. Um, I also have another question for uh, Rebuild, Rebuild DeFi. I don't know if he's on the call. I think he's uh, I believe so. Yeah. 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 So I stumbled on one of your videos last night about uh, shorting uh, a mirror asset, mirror silver. And so basically getting about 40% uh, APY on your, on your AUST. So I was wondering, uh, 
that strategy versus the regular um, using Nexus votes, uh, which which will be more profitable? I'll be honest with you. I think the Nexus, Dan, can you go to the top of the page, please? Yeah, sure. Things that the, the first Nexus vault that they were talking about yesterday. A mere short um, one. Yeah, that one there. So essentially, that's that's what uh, I did in that video. Um, I'd need to yeah. sort of go over the, what, what Nexus are doing, but I think that would be quite a nice way just to manage it. Oh, um, so the, the Nexus strategy is basically that idea on your video? I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. I, the guy was going, I've forgotten the guy's name yesterday, but he was, he was moving quite fast and found it quite hard to concentrate as there wasn't any shows. I mean, I was looking at this thing, but again, I was trying to read and listen at the same time. But I, essentially, this is what it is, yeah. You're sort of leveraging by shorting an asset. The risk is essentially that if the asset you pick goes up in value, you're not going to make as much money. Yeah. If, if uh, you want to close out the position. But it's, it's definitely a long-term strategy. But I mean, I've, in my video, I'm probably going to keep mine open for about a year at least. And I will, I will be doing an update video shortly just to sort of show you how it's progressing. I think at the moment, silver's up a little bit, so it's amazing. But I'm doing okay. Yeah, so my understanding is that the Nexus team basically just has been paying attention to the different strategies that the community has been implementing manually and has automating them. So they'll, they have this mirror one here. They have one that uh, Ivan talked about recently, uh, the leverage the asset strategy. So they made this one to automate that. And I imagine uh, they'll keep creating more and more. And that might even be like part of like what the governance token ends up uh, being used for is to create different uh, labs, vaults, or money market uh, strategies uh, to be implemented. Sure. Sure. A guy, if you're interested in this sort of shorting stuff on mirror or just mirror strategies in general, is a guy called Clean Cuts. His um, Twitter name is at Dr. Clean. And the A in clean is a number four. Okay. Yeah. I think I read this medium article yesterday as well, although I found it difficult to follow. It's, it's it, yeah, it's, it's, it is quite tricky, yeah. I just got into this uh, strategy, and what's interesting is that your collateral, like, is increasing value over time. So <laughs> you almost have to, like, go borrow more money to optimize it. But uh, so far, it's working pretty well. Another good asset, which is good to borrow, is the MSPY, because it's an index fund of lots of stocks. And so Hutch was pointing, pointing this out last time is it's never going to be super volatile. So you don't have as much risk of it dropping, um, you know, on a hat and getting liquidated. Um, and you can also borrow your LTV <clears throat> a little bit lower on that one. So it's a little bit better than silver, in my opinion. Silver also can be slightly volatile, but uh, yeah, it's a pretty good strategy. It's kind of crazy. I'm just hoping silver is volatile enough that it does fall at some stage. I was... I was <laughs> You can also leverage Luna this way as well, um, because you can use Luna as a collateral. Um, unfortunately, Luna's gone up in price now, but if you got into this at maybe 60, like when it was right down, well, not right down, but down in the sort of 60s, um, you can get like 1.5 lever X leverage on your Luna, which I think could be really, really nice. 
Also, um, in your video about the the mirror shorting mirror strategy, I, I, it was not clear on how you can can exit the exit the position. So, uh, how do I return the borrow return back the borrowed silver basically? So, I, were you saying you've actually opened a position like this? I've not opened yet. I'm just still uh, trying to plot my strategy, but I, I couldn't understand how if I want to exit the position, how do I return the borrowed silver? Because I understand you looked six times. So, yeah, I can't remember five or six times. So basically what, what I was doing was borrowing silver, selling silver, and then looping that UST back through the system. So if you want to close your position, you need to give back the silver that you've borrowed. And if, if, you, if you had no other money than the money that you were looping through this anchor earn back into mirror strategy, you could just take a little bit of your collateral out as UST, buy a little bit of silver, pay back a little bit of silver, withdraw some more collateral, buy some more silver, pay back a little more. And you, you can do it just there's in, in the manage section on mirror. It's quite hard to talk about it without showing, but I tell you, what, I'll do another video and make it try and make it a little bit clearer. So if you keep an eye out for that, or Dean Cuts has done videos as well where he sort of plays around on the test net to show how it all works okay thanks welcome how are the fees on that sometimes there's swap fees and the transaction fees you just have to make sure that that doesn't overtake your gains right well, yeah i mean if you're only doing starting with maybe if you're starting with 50 dollars, it's maybe not worth your while doing it but Overall, especially with silver, there's often a premium. So you end up getting more when you sell the silver. You get 5% more than you're expecting each time, which is quite nice. And then to close the position, it's 1.5%. Um, like fee. So I don't think the fees are too bad. Nice. And another cool thing to bring up is that as long as you can afford to have like five USD in your wallet for fees, transactions for you are literally covered for an extremely long time. Like you won't have those many transactions and USD transaction fees are still super cheap. Yeah, that's why we love Terra. That's I had a, a really question about this there. strategy too. I've never tried like uh, shorting anything before, but like, isn't like, you know, the whole GameStop short squeeze like is that something that would be at risk too where if just like no one was willing to sell you your silver but you still had this obligation to uh pay it back where you could uh be in trouble and like what is is there anything to do to offset that risk or like how does I mean, that work usually out? markets just have enough demand and supply to move assets around a lot like there's always someone looking to buy or sell an asset which is why like at such a big scale it works out to be really well and with silver and how established it is i don't see too much issue with liquidity that makes sense yeah i would echo that especially because we're using DeFi. i don't think there would be a short squeeze like happened with that game stop because they were trying to talk the banks i don't think they're trying to yeah but that was like a public revolution future. kind of moment yeah yeah <laughs> fun to watch <laughs> And I'm just good to chime in and say, yeah, it was, it was it was awesome. Really nice sort of whistle-stop tour of some of the things we could do. I definitely learned a few things as well. Um, and whoever suggested that D-Travel website, I'm grateful for that. That's brilliant. No problem. It's super awesome. cool. I, I have rented out one.
place using day travel in Toronto and it was amazing like it worked out so well and it's just cool ways to see how I can use USD in real life and like use other crypto assets to pay for real life expenses and have fun once in a while with your profits <laughs> and I think this oh, they, have, thing... they have a coin too uh, yep, they coin. do. I got into D Travel at its IDO. It was, it's been super great, and like I see it yeah. being a very long term thing because they're the only one in the space right now who have an Airbnb concept, and it's really cool. Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty, pretty. Uh, and they have some really cool incentives. Like people who hold the travel token get access to certain houses, and like they're like team houses that you can go to whenever if you hold a certain. It's it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> I want to buy more. Can we pay with UST? So, uh, as of right now, so. you will have to convert UST to USDT to pay. Like, that's what I had to do. But um, I know they're working on getting UST on in Q1. Like, they, they announced it that they'll get UST adoption in Q1 itself. Because they're just adding Terra to their list of networks. Because Terra isn't listed on there yet. But they've noticed how much demand there is to spend USD, and they think it's smart. Yeah, it keeps growing, man. It's 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 crazy. When you guys use UST to make these kind of purchases, um, they are all taxable events, right? For those who have technically to kind of... yes, technically yes, and I'm not suggesting anything over here. But but there are ways to get around <laughs> it. Like like I I'm not saying you should do anything. This is not financial advice. But but because because you can create a wallet so easily and transfer money around, and let's just say there are protocols where you can put in money. They mix up all everyone's money and give out that money back to you. So that transaction technically can never be traced back to you. But <laughs> but yes, theoretically it is taxable. Uh-huh. Yeah. So don't forget the uh secret secret uh S C what is it? Uh S C R T Yep, yep, yep. Integrating things, which I'm looking forward to because the IRS is up my ass every fucking year. Like Wait, so I, hold I, on. I just wanna kind of uh explore what, what um the last person was saying so even if you use a mixer if you're going to do something like the travel isn't your name kind okay, of already okay. tied to the okay bundle? let me theoretically tell you what i would do if i was trying to avoid taxes which i am not okay, ah, okay. but what <laughs> i would do what i would do if i had to if i had a hundred dollars that i want to spend on d travel for example uh, i would take it and i would deposit into a mixer and what that mixer does is that it mixes up everyone's money in a big vault so uh, you don't know whose ust you're getting but you're going to get the same amount of ust or usdt that you deposit and then the really cool part is is that i can deposit it to whichever wallet in the world i want i just need to put the address over there so what i would theorize Practically do is that I would just create a new wallet, put that as the deposit address, and have money come over there. And when I create a new wallet, there is no KYC. Like it doesn't require you to upload ID to make a new Terra wallet or to make a new MetaMask wallet. So that's what I would do. But again, uh, you I forgot the name of a good mixer. I used to use one a couple of years ago. Um, shit, what's the mixer you use? I use secret, but there are tons of ways to do this. Like there are a ton of mixes and I think I heard of one which is launching on the Terra chain as well. So by like Terra Bay or something like that. I think there's Yep, tornado. yep, yep, yep. Yep, Tornado. Uh and I did hear a couple of other names as well. I don't know. There's there's a lot of ways to get around stuff if you wanted to. Yeah, that's cool. 
on seashell.com, it, it's relatively new. I, I think it's like a, it's kind of like what Alice is trying to do with um, using crypto savings accounts to reach uh, the normies, non-crypto people. But it's got some big backers. Like um, we had Do Kwan on there. We had Mark Cuban, Coinbase, Solano, like all these big names, even uh, Vlad Tenev from Robinhood. And there's just kind of, I think they're offering 10%. Um, return on your savings account, and oh, I try yeah, to find I out. Just... I try to find out if if that was using Anchor. They didn't mention UST or Anchor by name in anything I read, but I assume like what they did say is they're gonna basically use anything that is proven secure, where they can um, you know pull these yields from good yields, and I gotta imagine with Dell being involved that Anchor is gonna be one of them. But that's pretty cool. Uh, that's another thing that's yeah, coming yeah. out. He tweeted about it, and I immediately signed up for the uh, waiting list. <laughs> so did I, yeah. Good stuff. The mailing list for what? For, for Seashell. Uh, ah, yep, C- yep. <laughs> so how is that different from something like cash? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of these things that are coming up. I think the, the goal is to um, give people the benefits of crypto without them having to mess with wallets and all that you know this whole mainstream like cuban talks mark cuban talks about it all the time like make it easy make it simple make it fast and that's going to win so you know we have things like alice is on the terror side that they're trying to come up with this one i think is more it seems like it's got more industrial um or enterprise like backing especially with like big names like cuban and and vlad tenoff being involved I'm glad to see that those in the mix so that, um, you know, you, he could probably push UST and things like that. But I think there's going to be a lot of solutions. Um, who knows which one's going to actually stick. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Alice personally. Me too, man. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Wait, so Seashell, is this only on Terra or is this like using a mix of different uh, layer it's like ones? A it's a it's mix like a of... Yeah, they specifically said a mix of blockchains or, you know, multiple blockchains. So it's not just a Terra thing. Okay. Cool. I think that's just better because, like, more competition is just better. And it's, like, I have less and less incentive every day to use a bank today, like, with so much stuff coming out. And it's really cool. What sucks for me is I I live in New York State. And there's so many regulations here. It's yeah. not even funny. Like Coinbase has been, I, I deposited uh, five grand into Coinbase and now they're holding it until the 18th. And this was a week ago. Uh, and they never did that to me before last year. I was able to immediately use it. it this just started happening. Gemini, even uh, the beginning of this year, has been acting kind of wonky with me. Uh, here is that with a wire or is that with an ACH? I don't know. Uh, Luckily, I haven't had to face anything like that in Canada. Stuff is usually pretty good. 
Because I've noticed yeah, Coinbase puts a delay on me too for ACH transactions. But if I wire money in, I can move it off the same day. Yeah, well, I, I was able to. Um, that that's the main way I've been getting UST is um, depositing uh, uh, ACH into Coinbase, uh, uh, buying Anchor, moving it to KuCoin, and then getting UST. And uh, this time, this last time, uh, they put a hold on my account until the 18th. So something's going on. So with Coinbase, I do the same thing you do. Coinbase to KuCoin and then to Terra. But you, so say that you deposit uh, your ECH over like 10K. You can't move that 10K unless you have 10K collateral, 10K worth of crypto, any crypto in your Coinbase account. If you do, then they let you move that 10K anywhere you want. You know what I mean? And then if you wire, you don't even have to have that collateral. Wire is permanent collateral because they are guaranteed to have those funds. And if you use Gemini, I think it's actually the cheapest way right now to get uh, UST because I I believe the first 10 transactions per month uh, that you withdraw from Gemini are free. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so you can to KuCoin to Terra. I deposited UST into the account. I only put in 150, 150 UST, and the moment I did that, <laughs> Coinbase Pro <laughs> disabled all buys and sells. What? Why? Oh, and, and for security reasons, they cannot tell why they disabled my account. What, what account? <laughs> what? <laughs> Coinbase. Yeah, I, I loaded it up. I hit the uh, deposit button, you know, deposit from, uh, you know, the, the address and whatnot. They gave me uh, uh, an address and using the Terra Bridge, I deposited 150 uh, UST into the account. It showed up perfectly. And the moment I went to set up a limit order to buy uh, to buy BTC on the BTC UST uh, spot, the button's just grayed out. Wait, you used so the bridge to you deposit in money into Coinbase? Yes. Maybe the bridge is considered like a suspicious activity thing to them because that's like shared by so many people. It's hard because you could my, have... my theory. My theory is some, something's going on with this the SEC because I've never had these problems up until uh, this year, Coinbase or Gemini. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I, right now, they're holding a lot of my money hostage, basically. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I can't even I seem to I always hear problems about other CEXs, but for me, like personally, I've never faced any issues with Binance. Like for some reason, uh, everywhere else, I keep hearing horror stories about people's stuff, but like Binance just seems to have a really good record in that sense. Yeah, I can't, I can't yeah, even can't use, use that because I'm in New York State. Yeah, we get Binance US, which is doesn't have That's as shit. much as Binance. Hmm. Yeah, it's crap. I don't understand what, why the U.S. is uh, is doing this. Like, come on, man. They're, they're, they're trying they're... to protect us, man. Don't you know? Yeah. It's it's it's, it's such. They a... need to protect the U.S. dollar. I mean, it makes sense. You you guys have printed over fifty percent of your supply between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. And like, no, they don't they, want they... money going out of USD. They want people to keep their money in banks. But that's yeah, not and squeeze happen. us. They're trying yeah. to squeeze us, basically. Yeah, but I would think that if they're trying to keep the money in, that they wouldn't have a problem with me bringing the money back. 
I'm like, hey guys, here's 150. Like, oh, oh unacceptable. I like, know, but they see crypto as like something which isn't the US dollar currency, which which is true. And because you can technically use that currency, they don't want you to use any other currency other than the US currency. So they want to make it as hard for you as possible um, to like get out of their currency. Which well, is super fucked, but like it's what they're doing. Yeah, I think he's saying yeah. that like, his actual US dollars are being held hostage, even trying to use the national currency. He can't even get access to his his own yeah. national That's currency. I back. can't even pull it back out. They won't let me pull the USD I put in back out to my bank. Hey, sir, the one, the person it's, it's who's crazy, talking about dude. the person who's talking about how his USD is hostage right now. Can you yeah. um? Can you maybe like? Do you have a way of pinpointing what it was maybe that caused them to to do this action? Like, or was is there just no rhyme or reason to it? Like, I called there... customer service. All right, after waiting on hold for a long ass time, um, they the lady she was nice, you know, she was bullshitting with me and, and everything, and she said and she acted like it was normal. Like, yeah, when when you deposit the money, you know. There's a there's a hold on it, even though all of last year I was able to do what I was able to do. No problem. But she she played it off like 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 it was a normal thing. Like if I did last year, I never had any any of these problems with Coinbase. So did you end up questioning her about why this hold is there? Yeah. And, and she said, well, you know, it's, it's part of the policy that we uh you know, you can't move the money out until it's cleared and uh, your money will be cleared on the 18th. And this was a week ago. Well, so they're, 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 they're leaving it for like we, a, a couple weeks. Oh, wow. A couple weeks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It doesn't even make sense. Uh, that's just that's just stupid. Like, that's that's horrible. That shouldn't be happening. But she, but she, the way she was acting, as if as if it was normal. When I've been in this, I've been doing this for a long time with Coinbase, and this is not normal. This is something that just started. Yeah, maybe try out KuCoin if KuCoin has decent. Like, can you use KuCoin in the US? KuCoin is be really high. Yeah, yeah, but I can't on ramp. I can't on ramp fiat into KuCoin. You can, you but it's really expensive. Yeah, uh, and I don't think I can in New York State. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. yeah. yeah you, New York State really sucks, man. I got to move. Except for like, you I know. Coinbase or Gemini. Yeah. Can't use yep. Kraken. You can't use Binance US. Yep. Yeah, I have like most of my net worth in crypto. So I like to keep track of, I have a small emergency fund of a few months worth of living expenses that I keep in my US bank account. But I like to keep track when people talk about how long it's taken to get their money, you know, out of crypto into their banks. That's super important to me to keep track of that because yeah, like if I'm ever in a situation where it takes more than three months to get my money out or like four months, you know, that would be really bad. <laughs> I mean, I guess well, I could start living on credit card debt at that point, but you know, well, in retrospect, I, I, I wished I didn't deposit that all at once because I think, um depositing it all at once triggered something that they didn't tell me about that involves you know like the irs or the sec you know since since you know they hired a bunch of the new irs people this year to do all, a bunch of shit 
but uh, I don't know. I don't know the details of it, but um, I, th- I think I should have just done it little by little instead of d- dumped a bunch in. I think I would have been safer doing that in retrospect, but now I'm just stuck and I got to wait. So, yeah. Man, I cannot wait until I can walk away completely from banks. I just can't that's wait. What, that's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. But now I'm scared. <laughs> they're, they're, they're holding my shit hostage, man. I'll let you guys know. It's nice. I've, uh, I've been there for a few months now, and it's been pretty cool so far. It's all inside the blockchain. Man, that's, that's what I'm Congrats. trying to do. But... I'm just waiting for the debit cards to come out. You know, if once that happens, I, just ha- I don't really have a good way of spending crypto, you know? It'd be That's cool if it's like a reverse thing, thing too, where you could actually uh, receive, like people, anyone could pay you in crypto easily. Yeah, yeah. And that's what kind of scares me because they gave me the Coinbase card. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I got that. I'm scared to use it because I don't want to like, you know, show up at like an Applebee's or something and they're like, oh, your car was declined. I'm like, what are you talking about? I got like, you know, <laughs> I got on there. There's a guy named Richard Crabe who runs Numerai, which is this crypto hedge fund. And he was on a podcast recently and he's like, yeah, uh, the other day, my, all my credit cards got shut off. My bank account was, locked me out. I have terrible credit. And he's like, I have a personal wealth manager at my bank. And like, I called them. They're like, sorry, this is all fishy. Like we can't do anything for you. He had to have his assistant fat. Uh, he had to have his assistant send him a FedEx mail with cash physical cash inside it so he could pay for the uber to take him to the bitcoin conference or whatever the fuck he was going to to do and this is a dude who like manages billions of dollars worth of money in the traditional financial system and in crypto and his credit is like bad because he you know the irs like suspects him of um shady activities or whatever i'm not exactly sure they're cracking down something's going on that we don't know there's a lot of stories like that it's been i think a couple years but a couple years ago i i've heard of stories where people would get denied uh, mortgage loans from banks if they had you know how when you apply for a mortgage loan you have to give your um give the bank like a couple bank statement a couple months worth of bank statements if they nope. saw anything like uh, Coinbase, Gemini, or whatever, they would just deny you the loan, even though you had excellent credit and you had the money because they marked you as, like, they considered it gambling. They kind of marked you as a person with, you know, irresponsible behavior. I don't know if that's still the case, but I'm trying to buy a home this year or next year, and I'm kind of worried about that. Um, I don't know if anyone else has any kind of yeah. experience in that area. You know, I've been thinking a lot about that myself, actually. And what I think I'm going to do is actually, and I still need to research this, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take out like basically a a 0% interest or as close to that loan as I can in crypto. And I'm going to pull that money out and I'm going to buy a house with cash. And then I'm going to take a reverse mortgage on that house. So the bank is actually the one that's mortgaging the house from me. And then I'm going to take that money from the reverse mortgage and I'm going to put it back into crypto. Nice. That's a pretty good idea, actually. I think that's how I'm going to solve that problem because I don't, and also because I'm taking out a loan, if I have the home, if I do decide not to do the reverse mortgage and something happens with my crypto, I just walk away with a home. So at least I'm hedging myself with the crypto as well. So I was kind of thinking like, do I leverage myself with a, with a traditional mortgage loan? 
and only put 20% down? Or do I just buy a home with cash and then I have the, the asset and I don't have to deal with the banks? Well, I'm planning on moving to Florida soon to get out of this freaking state. Um, and I'm definitely going to pay cash. Uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to deal with banks anymore. I'm sick of them. What, uh, what states are bad crypto wise besides New York? And I know Hawaii is really bad. Are there any other ones that are like must avoid? Um, I believe maybe Washington state. Okay. I think New Jersey's starting to, you know, take some notes from New York. Uh, could be I, wrong, I, but I know that they're too. going after Celsius and BlockFi and the rest of those other uh, platforms that are you know, allowing you to, you know, earn on your uh, on your crypto. Interesting. Well, hey guys, I need to uh, head off. Uh, thank you all for attending and uh, Triple Yak. I really enjoyed your space earlier today too. Hope you uh, keep doing those. That was awesome. Right and on. I'll see you guys around. All right, see you guys. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the What Can You Do With UST and Luna space hosted from the Terra Investment Strategy Server, recorded on Saturday, January 15th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates their support. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke rolls in when I start a session Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Timeless Spaces. Spaces.